Hey everyone, this is John with 2A Talk and Tactical. I want to welcome you back. Uh, I know it's been almost a year, um, so I know I find myself uh, apologizing, but um, had some things going on, so I had to put that on pause, uh, the podcast and YouTube. So anyway, I'm back, and uh, I'm going to try to do some catching up here. You're probably already aware, but we're going to talk about it and... um, uh, go from there so this is episode number nine it is friday december the 8th of 2023 i hope everybody's uh getting ready for the big day um i know if you're like me you're procrastinating um almost to the last minute uh so anyway um if you're staying up with the second amendment news uh from other podcasters and youtubers um you're probably already aware of some of this, but we're going to try to hit on some of it a little bit more in depth. Um, so this may be a long podcast. Uh, I may split some of this up. I'm not sure right now. So none of these are in chronological order. Uh, it's like almost every day something's going on, something's news coming out, uh, whether it be good, bad, indifferent. Um, so anyway, we're going to hit on some things. Um, as I've kind of jotted them down, uh, and then uh, we can discuss it. So anyway, first and foremost, everybody remembers uh, back at the beginning of the pandemic, um, ammo, the number one, the prices went out the roof. Two, uh, a lot of the common uh, calibers were hard to get, nine millimeter, 10, 40, 45, uh, 380. Um, I know if you could find 380, you were paying almost double uh, the price for 380 uh, during uh, COVID than you were, say, a year before that. Um, so anyway, um, people were buying it to hoard it. Some people were buying it to uh, resell it. Some people were buying it because they didn't know what was coming down the line. Uh, it was a multitude of reasons why people were buying it. So um, some of you may have heard uh, federal ammunition. Uh, it is, I think it's owned by Alliance Group or something like that. Um, they have come out with a letter or sent out a letter and effective January 1st of 2024, there is going to be a price increase. Uh, we're going to go over that. The thing that I'm kind of surprised, but not surprised, uh, if you have placed an order, even in 2023, uh, and it is not fulfilled and shipped, or I guess fulfilled, uh, by January 1st of 2024, you're going to pay, unless you cancel the order, uh, you're going to end up paying the price increase. So uh, we're going to go over that. So what they have put out, uh, Alliant Powder is going to have a 10% increase on powder. Along with the 10% increase, it's going to be limited availability. Uh, CCI, their big manufacturer primers, um, they are going up uh, 5%. So then you've got... um, Shot shell is going up anywhere from 1% to 7%. They're not sure. Um, the rifle rounds are going up 1% to 7%. Again, not sure. Uh, 
Handgun rounds, 1 to 5% increase. Uh, 22 long rifle and shorts are going to be a 1 to 5% increase. The WMR and HMRs are going to be 1 to 7%. So um, that's, uh, I think, Spear, Remington, Heavy Shot, Federal, uh, all of those are going to be affected. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with the other manufacturers like SIG or anybody like that. Uh, I know right now it's just uh, Federal has come out with that update. So that being said, uh, you're probably going to start seeing a shortage on some of that ammo. People are going to be grabbing it while they can at the price that they can uh, and, um, and looking at uh, after the first year, all that's going up. That being said, um, we've got uh, the FBI has come out with, um, let me read, it's on their website uh, from the Federal Bureau of Investigation, Domestic Terrorism and Symbol Guide. So, I'll be honest with you, I've never looked at this, so I don't know if this is, they've added this and now it's new or if it's been on there and somebody just found it or whatever the case may be. But you can go to the FBI website and look at this. So they have several emblems. Um, I'm not going to go over all of them, but I will go over the ones that are pretty um, comical. Um I know I've got or had some of these on my vehicle. Uh, some of you probably already have them on yours. Uh, the first one that popped out was the Punisher Skull. Uh, it says several variations of skulls used by three percenters in the Milan Labe uh, group. Um, and then there's the Warrior Culture it's also like the Spartan helmet, um, and I've got one of these on my truck. It's a Spartan helmet with a blue line through it uh, in reference to uh, law enforcement. Uh, the black flag, uh, the black and white or all black American flag is used by some to indicate, quote, no quarter shall be given, end quote. Uh, I know a lot of law enforcement officers are carrying this small flag. They have it on their outer carrier. Uh, I actually seen some yesterday. Uh, so I'm just not sure about that. And uh, then there's the uh, 2A Everyday. It's 2A, and it sits on top of a pistol. Uh, it says 2A MVEs justify their existence with the Second Amendment due to the mention of a, quote, well-regulated militia, end quote, as well as the right to bear arms. Um, so in uh, whatever fairness you want to give to the FBI, it, up at the top under the summary, it says, the following symbols are used by anti-government or anti-authority violent extremists, specifically militia violent extremists, also known as MVE, MVE symbols are often found on propaganda, online platforms, memes, merchandise, group logos, flags, tattoos, uniforms, etc. Widespread use of symbols and quotes from American history, especially the Revolutionary War, exists within MVE networks. 
Historic and contemporary military themes are common for MVE symbols. And then in bold black letters, they have the use or sharing of these symbols alone should not independently be considered evidence of MVE presence or affiliation or serve as an indicator of illegal activity, comma, as many individuals use these symbols for their original historic meaning and other nonviolent purposes. Um, but again, at the top, it's uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation Domestic Terrorism Symbols Guide, and then with the U in parentheses, Militia Violent Extremism. Uh, so uh, the last one I'm going to go to, and again, this is not all of them, is the Betsy Ross flag, Revolutionary War imagery hearkening back to the 13 colonies and calls for revolution. So anyway, you may or may not have some or all of these, uh, so just be aware of that. Again, you can find this on the FBI's website under Militia Violent Extreme Symbols. Um, I thought that was kind of comical. Uh, I know Jared over on Guns and Gadgets did a small video on that uh, about a week ago or a week and a half ago. So be aware of that if you've got that on your vehicle, hat, shirt, whatever, underwear, whatever. Um, just be aware of that. Uh, so um, in the past, um, I know in North Carolina, so I'm going to back up a minute. In the state of North Carolina, if you're uh, above the age, 18 or above, let me say it that way, you can go to your local sheriff's office and apply for a purchase permit. Uh, on that permit, and I'm not sure about other counties, but I know in the county I'm in, it says, um, I think it says pistol purchase permit, but you can use it to purchase a long gun and kind of skip the next check if you want to use that permit. Or you could, let me rephrase that, you could uh, use that permit. So, um, However, that being said, if you were between the age of 18 and 21 and you had said permit, you could not go in a gun store or somebody with an FFL and purchase a pistol. Now, you could go buy a shotgun or a rifle, but you could not purchase a pistol, even though you had the permit. Never made any sense to me. But if I had a pistol that, uh, you know, Timmy wanted to buy, and Timmy was 19, 20 years old and had a permit, I could sell him that pistol person to person and take possession of his permit as a record of me selling it to him, uh, which was perfectly legal. So I didn't understand that. So then uh, back in September of 2022, when all the ups updating of Nick's and all that was going on, they come out and said anybody the age of 18 to 21 years of age who attempted to purchase a firearm and went through the next check, it was an automatic delay. Um, so they could go back and review records, mental health records, and so forth. Uh, so I, I didn't really agree with that. Um, I, I'm going to pause on that just a minute. A friend of mine is uh, an agent with ATF. Um, I had... I've spoken with him several times uh, about stuff. Uh, he doesn't always, uh, every time something like this has come up, I will say he doesn't agree with it. Um, 
And I will go ahead and tell you that I don't also agree with the common quote of, I hate the ATF. Um, this guy's a good guy. Um, he's got a job. You know, he's got to provide for his family. I get it. It's not him that's doing it. It's the higher-ups. It's the administration that's doing all this stuff. Um, you know, what they say about poop and snowballs and all that, it ro rolls downhill. Um, so I don't want to categorize everybody in ATF as, you know, being hated or, uh, you know, not liking or whatever. Oh, you're with the ATF, you know, you're a POS or whatever the case may be. Um, I know I, I don't like what they're doing, what they've done, so forth, but that does not, um, that does not mean that the employees of the ATF um, are in line with that. So I'm going to uh, stop there. So anyway, um, with this 18 to 21 year uh, thing, and as the North Carolina law states, and this was last reviewed on April 12th of 2022, uh, and this went into effect September 2022, it says an individual between 18 and 21 years of age may acquire a handgun from an unlicensed individual who resides in the same state, provided the person acquiring the handgun is not otherwise prohibited from receiving or possessing firearms under the federal law, which going back to what I said a while ago, I could take possession of their permit, sell, legally sell them a gun, Everything's legal. Um, a federal firearms license may not, however, sell or deliver a firearm other than a shotgun or rifle to a person the licensee knows or has reasonable cause to believe is under 21 years of age. Going back to also what I said, they can't buy it from a FFL. It didn't make any sense. So apparently, um, and I didn't know this until a while ago, so apparently back in May, uh, a federal judge uh, had ruled that uh, refusing the sale of a pistol to anyone between the ages of 18 and 21 was unconstitutional. Um, so now we have um, a judge in West Virginia, Thomas Cleath. He is a district uh, judge. Uh, in Clarksburg, West Virginia, he come out and ruled. There was two uh, individuals. I think one was 20. I think the other one was 19 or 18. I can't remember. Anyway, they filed a federal lawsuit, and Judge Clee agreed that it was unconstitutional, and they could possess, or I'm sorry, they could purchase a pistol from the FFL. However, um, none of that's been reflected in the ATF laws. So I was speaking with my friend about just that a couple of nights ago about another issue that had popped up uh, that we were discussing. I was asking him about that, and he's like, dude, we ain't been told nothing. So, um, and it's just like with the SBR stuff, uh, when all that was going down. I called him one day to ask him a question about it on the FFL side, and he didn't even know that they... Um, that the SBRs were in that, uh, that they had said that, you know, you're in that grace period that you had to register. He knew nothing about it. Um, and he checked with some superiors and they were like, oh yeah, we forgot to tell you. So, uh, again, going back to the ATF agents, they don't always know what's going on because they're not being told. Um, so anyway, 
So that uh, feels like it's getting ready to change. Uh, and I don't know if you've been keeping up with uh, Chuck Schumer went on Wednesday and tried to pass uh, another assault weapons ban like they did back in the Clinton administration. He tried to do it um, with uh, a unanimous consent. It failed. Uh, along in that was uh, an Ethan's Law, um, a background check, which is already done. Um, so that got shot down. Well, um, and I'll probably hit on this on, in another podcast, but I guess they probably assumed this was going to fail. Um, so they are like scraping, the, literally scraping the bottom of the barrel and trying to get other laws passed. Um, Biden has come out now and said that he wants to, to ban all handguns. Um, I mean, it's just like it, it's never it's never ending. Uh, a lot of Democrats are saying they're not going to stop until it's done. Um, but, you know, the good side of the good thing about this is you've now got or we've now got district court judges, federal judges, Supreme Court judges that are are agreeing uh, with the way the Constitution was written, the Second Amendment, uh, what it means, you know, that it can't really be deviated from, it can't be rewritten. Um, and, you know, all these bans that they're wanting to do, uh, it's unconstitutional. The magazine ban, they're getting shot down in different states. And that's, the, you know, that's the bad thing about it is if you're in a state that is really not pushing this one way or the other, uh, more than likely it's going to get passed until somebody, you know, raises a little cane, hires an attorney, and you go to court and, you know, you, you get it ruled unconstitutional. The the downside of all that is, of course, we all know that takes time. Uh, you got to file the petitions. You got to have court hearings. Then you got to have the court cases. All that's got to be scheduled. Then you're going to have appeals. Uh, so it can take a year or better to get, you know, a finalization on any of this. And then, of course, the ATF could go back and appeal it. So, whoo! Um, so all that was a mouthful. So anyway, uh, so yeah, you've got all that that's going on. Um, so I don't, you know, every day is a, a new day. Um, I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep up with what's coming down the pipeline. Um, you know, if it, it if it don't look like it's going to have any teeth, um, you know, I'll try to let you know if it looks like it may go somewhere or it may be a long drawn out uh, issue. You know, I'll try to let you know. Um, we're going to. I did my YouTube the other day, uh, changing course here a little bit, on a open box uh, with Spartan uh, Armor Systems. They sent me uh, an, a carrier uh, with the front, rear, and side plates. I did an open box review on that. Uh, not really done anything with that. Uh, kind of been down in the weather and then went on a small vacation, so I hadn't had time to mess with that. But anyway, um, I'm gonna, uh, again, I'm going to try to be doing some more updates, some more podcasts on here. I appreciate you listening. Um, you know, give me a like. Give me a share. I see that stuff. I see if it's being shared. I can kind of see where you're at, what state you're at. 
Uh, I think I had a, a listener a while back was listening in, I think it was Hawaii or Alaska or somewhere out west. Um, I'm in North Carolina, so that was kind of neat to see that. But uh, but anyway, um, I appreciate you listening. Uh, check out my YouTube video. It is also 2A Talking Tactical. Uh, I'm going to be trying to do some product reviews on there. I've got the, uh, the Manus uh, dry fire training system. Uh, Manus was gracious enough to send me the X10 Elite. Uh, they've been doing some updates to the app, some drills that you can do with that. And dry fire mag was kind enough to send me a magazine for my Springfield XD, uh, because it is striker fired, so that works well in conjunction with the Manus system. So I'm going to be doing a review on that. Um, so then I'm also try to get my uh, my Facebook lives going as well, and try to do some interactive stuff with my viewers. So anyway, uh, that Facebook is also Two A Talk and Tactical. Uh, check me out on my Instagram, Two A Talk and Tactical. Um, I'm also on X, formerly known as Twitter, 2A Talking Tactical. Uh, so give it a check out. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Give me a like. Give me a share. I'm trying to get that up so I can get some more sponsorships. Uh, so anyway, I appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you.